0: Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyball.com, and I am joined by my co-host today, Bryce Peturic from Mavs Moneyball. Bryce, welcome to Locked on Mavs.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. This is this is fun stuff.
0: Man, it happened. Uh, like we said it would. If you listened to Locked On Mavs, you knew it was gonna happen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull an exclusive exclusive right here, but we <laughs> discussed what the best contract would be for deandre jordan isaac and i both ranked the different contracts this is the nerdiest show we both ranked <laughs> the type of contracts that deandre could sign one to three i think and number one for both of us was a one-year kind of uh jj reddick type deal that he signed last year And that's exactly what happened deandre jordan signs a one-year deal reported for he doesn't sign excuse my language he agreed to a one year twenty four point one million dollar deal according to Mark Stein, according to other sources. It happened right pretty much right at twelve oh one. That was the quickest contract negotiations. They set up the meeting. It was at twelve oh one and bam, it was signed. Bryce, your initial reaction, DeAndre Jordan, are you scared a little bit?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd be lying if I if I said I, I fully believe that this is actually gonna happen. Uh I remember when there were reports that came out that uh, that the Lakers or not the Lakers, but uh, the Warriors were were thinking about trying to make a a long shot pitch for DeAndre Jordan. I remember I tweeted something out like, "Yeah, this is 100% gonna happen. He's he's gonna string the Mavs along. It's gonna happen again." Just too shell shocked. It it's it hasn't been enough years since that last time passed for me to fully get over it.
0: Well. Now that you say that, it could still happen, right? Like, <laughs> this has happened before. The Mavericks and, and DeAndre Jordan have agreed on deals before, and then he went back on it. So, uh, do you want to? want to hear think-
1: my my absolute crazy crazy person dream scenario of what might happen in the next six days.
0: Let's do, let's hear it. I'm ready for it, and I think I might um, know what it is.
1: Um, actually, it's probably more like the next ten days. But um, my crazy person scenario, um. Is that LeBron sign, agrees to sign with the Rockets, so their cap space is gone. So the Mavs which
0: it's gone already because they just signed Chris
1: Paul to I, forty million dollars a year. Like oh I don't
0: I, I don't know. I what's don't know how cap math That's works, so but I,
1: I feel like there's there's no way they can offer can they offer or if they if they do offer all of the all of the players that they have all the money that they're worth, they're gonna only sign like vet minimums and mid-level exceptions. They're,
0: and, they're pretty much capped out with that Chris Paul deal. Um, they yeah. have to they would have to do some crazy stuff, but with, with Capello, they can sign him even if they're over the cap because they, they have his bird rights, so they could do that. But with LeBron, the only kind of way that they could have got LeBron is if they made a trade for him, and that kind of went out the window when he declined his player option.
1: Anyway. Well... Now that that's destroyed. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to tell this scenario anyway because <laughs> I'm really and I want I want to get it out. Um so my dream scenario is that LeBron would assign for them. They or for some reason this still could happen if Daryl Morey goes insane in the next 10 days. Um but they the Mavs sign a max offer sheet for Clint Capella. Okay. Rockets for whatever reason don't match. Um, so the Mavs back out of their verbal contract with DeAndre, (laughs) leaving him struggling and have their center of the future for the next four to five years, however long we can, we can offer him. That's my crazy person dreams scenario. I know that's not going to happen, but just let me I'm trying to think of ways that could happen. They could get into the Kawhi Leonard trade scenario
0: and that, like that could be the way that they do it. Instead of a trade for LeBron, they could, they could try the trade for Kawhi. Interesting. I think that I think they can make that work. But but anyway, the the Rockets deep, they lost Trevor yeah. they lost Trevor Ariza tonight. They signed they signed Chris Paul to an insane deal that Chris Paul negotiated himself with the Players Association uh, <laughs> back when they redid the CBA. So I read that LeBron or that uh, Chris Paul and James Harden will be they'll be both making forty two point three million dollars in two thousand twenty one. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness. That's yeah. So much I was watching funny. the the jump show. Um Which, the back end of the show. Such a great they were, show. They did so oh, well
0: with it. Loved it.
1: So good. But they were talking about how they were surprised that it wasn't five years for Chris Ball. Yeah. Because they thought whenever he was agreed to be traded to Houston, their booze, some kind of like wink wink that they, they'll give him the five year deal that nobody else probably would.
0: Yeah, but that fi- that fifth year he would have been what, thirty nine, forty and making Almost fifty million dollars, like it's just that's insane. Do that it is insane. Do
1: it. You've you've got to do it, Rock. It's, it's <laughs> he's still gonna be the same player at thirty. I promise. It's totally <laughs> worth it.
0: Yeah, it's not like he got injured and couldn't play in Game Seven against the Warriors already. Daryl
1: Morey, if you're listening, you got to do it.
0: <laughs> oh man. So, other news: the Mavericks lost. Uh, Doug McDermott. There's a lot of talks that he would be the next target for the Mavericks after DeAndre was signed. But he was signed away to a three-year, $22 million deal to the Indiana Pacers. So about seven, seven $7.3 million a year. Uh, cool. Y'all can have him <laughs> <laughs> at that price. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. But we'll discuss that deal a little bit. Discuss DeAndre more. We got more free agency stuff. I still have Twitter just straight up in front of me. The memes are flowing. The... Uh, The emojis are going, we got a lot of stuff going, but uh, Bryce and I are gonna take a real quick break and we'll be back right after this. Alright, Bryce, DeAndre Jordan, he joins the Mavericks. Now the big question that everybody's been asking, who is the fifth starter? You have Dennis, you have DeAndre, you have Barnes, and you have Luca.
1: Who is the fifth starter? So this is a really tough question cuz like it you got to factor in a lot of things that I'm not going to pretend to be knowledgeable enough about to actually like make that decision but for me right now, I think it's Wes. I mean, I don't know vet Wes very well. I haven't been around the team as much as some of these other guys that have covered the league for and this team for a long time. But I just think it's West because I think it's about time for Dirk to come off the bench. But my only question about that is how is he going to stay warmed up because there's so much stuff that he does pregame to keep his body ready at – he'll now be 40.
0: <laughs> yeah he is 40 he's 40 right now that, that that's something that Isaac and I have talked about a lot actually on the podcast and off the podcast is something that Isaac and I talk about a lot is that he has this whole pregame routine it's, it's timed down to the minute where he is warming up even while like right after the national anthem you'll see everybody else will walk back to the bench but Dirk will go and take a couple more shots and you just you think it's just Dirk like oh just wanted to get the game ready but that is like a planned thing that is something that, that they have in in his warm-up so that he can continue to stay loose. He just, you know, kind of jumps around and takes some shots. The question that we had is do they have to be on the bench? He could be still warming up in that practice court that's underneath the AAC. He could go down there and then like as soon like as soon as the first timeout comes, they can, you know the coaching staff can let know whoever is down there with him that it, the first time out is, and then he comes up and he runs through the tunnel triumphantly and he makes his entrance <laughs> there and he gets some kind of like ex, like, other introduction. You know where you have like <laughs> like a closer comes in and they play like Enter Sandman for uh, yes. Mariano Rivera? You should have that with Dirk. The first time out <laughs> of, of every game, you just bring Dirk in or the first the media fir- timeout, or second media timeout, or Whenever you decide <laughs> to bring him in, you bring him into that music. He comes in triumphantly and it's just this great entrance. It's this new like gimmick kind of fun thing because he said that he could play another year even after next year. Who knows how well he's gonna
1: feel? Uh, but what
0: I do you mean, think about that plan?
1: I mean, he told Mo Bamba that he guaranteed three years. That's that's the only problem I could ever have with with them drafting Luca. Not that I ever would, but in in some person's crazy mind where they took what uh, Mo Bamba said seriously about get Dirk guaranteeing that he'd play three more years if Mo Bamba was drafted here. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, I don't know. I like that idea. I know Dirk's talked about being okay with it. He's just the most unselfish player that has ever played in any sport ever and the greatest human-slash-athlete of all time. Like, for the longest time, basketball wasn't even my number one sport, but Dirk has always been my number one guy because of who he is, how he plays the game. Um, But I don't know. I I think that could work, and I think it's about time. I mean, starting since he was... Did he start originally when he was nineteen? I was I think five years old then, so I wasn't really paying attention.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't start originally.
1: Well, so starting for nineteen years or however long he's started, I think he's ready to just do whatever he can. I mean, he didn't take his team option or they didn't take his team option in like a joint agreement. Like who does that? This guy who's a first tier Hall of Famer number top ten in all time scoring agreeing to take less than $5 million just to help the team win in his last years. That's just unbelievable. So, yeah, I think he's going to do anything he can. So I think that might be the time now for him to come off the bench.
0: Yeah, and you you contrast that with what Chris Paul just did, where he's going to cost the Rockets, who I don't even know if they're going to be able to win anything. Uh, they could win next year, but they lost Trevor Ariza, which... By the way, Mark Deeks, I just saw a tweet from him calling him Trevor Arizona, which is probably the greatest nickname <laughs> that has ever existed because <laughs> he went to the Phoenix Suns. That's um,
1: fantastic.
0: But Chris Paul taking all that money, and now this is just how great Dirk is that this is a free agency podcast, and now we're talking about Dirk again. It's just He just kind of gets back <laughs> into into everything. But him him declining his deal actually made this possible because if he didn't decline his deal, they wouldn't have enough money to offer this straight up deal for deandre jordan Uh, but let's talk about that deal for deandre jordan 24.1 million is what's what's reported right now by mark stein and others Uh, that is the exact amount of money that he declined as a player option from the clippers so there's all this talk before free agency that deandre jordan was going to get traded he's going to opt into his contract his one-year contract with the clippers and then he's going to get traded for wes and you know some other stuff maybe To go to the Mavericks, but he doesn't do that. He opts out, and then he gets the exact same deal. So you have to kind of assume that the Mavericks had sort of like this deal for him. Uh, I'm not going to say, not Bryce. I'm not going to suggest tampering. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) suggest any tampering went on. No no one's thinking that through the grapevine. Something was suggested that he will make that money back because if the Mavericks didn't sign DeAndre Jordan to this deal. I don't know if he gets 20 million next year from some from a team. I mean, what team out there that still has cap space? I mean, the cap space is just flowing through right now. Like teams are just buying up everything right now. I mean, the the Nuggets went to the tax, the the Thunder went to the repeater tax. I mean, you just have all these teams that are just like uh clogging up all their cap space, and I just don't know what teams are out there that would want a 30-year-old center. You know, the the Mavericks were kind of a godsend to him. Really, I mean, it's not going. He's not going to the Lakers. I mean, he could, I guess.
1: I mean, the Mavericks are a godsend to everybody, and so is Luka Doncic.
0: <laughs> hey, they weren't two years ago, man. Covering that team every single day was
1: that was Ooh. not a godsend. That was a, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to y'all for for that coverage and my <laughs> intermittent quote unquote coverage.
0: Did <laughs> Did you jump ship at that time? Wow, uh, casual, no, was, casual journalist.
1: No, no, that was that was six months ago when I jumped ship. <laughs> but but as as soon as I, I felt Luca in my bones wow. a few weeks ago. That's what it was. <laughs> it was I don't I can't explain. It was cosmic forces. I I can't tell you what, but I had a feeling.
0: So what do we think about the fit with, with DeAndre and the rest of the team? So we talked about the starting lineup. It's either gonna include Dirk or or west and whoever it includes it's going to look very different but dennis luca we've talked about that fit but with deandre what does he bring to this team what's something that if if people have never watched him before which obviously they have because they boo him relentlessly but (laughs) what does he bring to this team on like the basketball side what do you see him bringing and how he can fit with these young guys
1: well i think it's a really obvious answer um it's kind of like what Tyson Chandler brought. Um, I'm trying to find this tweet about what Tyson Chandler did. Oh, uh, that's what it was. Um, Tyson Chandler averaged 6.5 points. This is Andy Bailey. Um, Tyson Chandler averaged 6.5 points, uh, 6.3 rebounds, and 1.1 1. 1 blocks with a seven, fit, and shot 57% from the field um, with the Bobcats the year before he joined the Mavs in the title. And DeAndre just averaged... Uh, 15.2 rebounds 12 points and 0.9 blocks <laughs> and shot 64 and percent from the field in his age 29 season and tyson chandler was 27 in that year before he came to dallas so i think the fit is there i mean y'all talk and we all talk about how rick Carlisle's offense really needs a rim running center and while dwight powell is a really good rim runner he's not a good uh rim protector on the other end and deandre jordan brings a little bit of both of that um he's also an elite rebounder which the mavericks really haven't had honestly wouldn't be surprised if next year um (laughs) luca might be their second best rebounder because harrison (laughs) barnes isn't isn't quite elite um and pal doesn't really get rebounds either yeah it's weird because he's so springy and he's what six eleven. i i don't understand that but Anyway, I think the fit is really good and I think something that's low-key really important and why I'm really glad they didn't get rid of Wes um, is that I think Wes will be a lot better. He'll be able to go be more aggressive um, as a perimeter defender, take more risks, and know that he's got a legit interior defensive presence behind him if one of his gambles doesn't quite pay off. So I feel like honestly, a lot of people were trying to ship Wes and dump Wes, but now Wes will be able to live his best life, just sit in the corner, spot up, <laughs> let Luka Doncic and Dennis Smith Jr. just run the offense and stand there for some three-point buckets and also go out on defense, go be aggressive, cover the top option, um, and just let those guys rest on defense.
0: <laughs> I think Wes thinks his best life includes dribbling the ball a lot, but the rest <laughs> of, I'm not sure the rest of us do. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> that that point about Wes is really good that he his what he's good at, which we know that he still is pretty good at it. If he just commits to that role, which he's which he can this year with with the, the ball handlers that Donnie Nelson has brought in, he is going to be he's going to be really, really good for this team. It's he's going to fit really, really well next to Dennis, really, obviously really, really well next to Luca who's going to find him a lot more. And uh, yeah, they're going to get Luca and Dennis are going to get all the opportunities to make plays because we know what HB's role is going to be. He's going to be that kind of, he bails them out at the end of some shot clocks. He's, you know, he takes his, he takes his shots here and there, gets some ISO attempts here and there when the offense is kind of stagnant. And he, uh, he just gets a bucket for him. But Luca and Dennis are the ones that didn't need to be making plays and you need guys that can finish those plays. So Wes is one of those guys around the three point line and, DeAndre is one of those guys around the rim for sure. Uh, even though you know some of his athleticism is going, he's 30, he's not dead. <laughs> so he's, he's still got it. Like you said, he averaged 15 rebounds last year. And I think he averaged like four – over four offensive rebounds a game too, which is kind of big, uh, especially like the Mavericks never get offensive rebounds. So I don't know if that will change stylistically. It would be kind of interesting to see if he stops going for offensive rebounds after he goes through training camp with the Mavs because uh, they just don't really – do that as a team but maybe it's just because they haven't been able to um
1: yeah he had a uh, 4.3 offensive rebounds per game which was second best in his career to 2014-15 yeah. yeah
0: well when you lose blake griffin that it'll do that to you, <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> we gotta make things happen deandre go and uh, our only offense is lou williams doing things austin rivers trying to do things or you getting things that they tried to do and put it back <laughs>
1: also random random stat jump for him uh, last season his free point percentage uh, jumped up like ten percent last year. he shot forty eight percent in sixteen seventeen. last year he shot fifty eight percent, which was by far his career high mark. There's only one other year he shot over fifty percent. um so I don't know what that means, but I don't know. It's something. No, that's de- <laughs>
0: it's definitely something. He took the Andre Drummond route uh, where he kind of changed his free throw shooting, and it's still going to be a problem. I think that it's still going to be an issue, but uh, at least it's not that 30 you know, 30% or 38% or, you know, mid-40s, which is just like pull your hair out. I can't believe this. He's at least semi-playable now in the fourth quarter. Um and these these clutch games that the Mavericks lost all last year are looking a lot better because you have another another guy that can create his own shot in Luka and then you have a guy that can defend the rim and and Deandre you have some options if you do these uh you know trade offense for defense when you do these uh these timeouts and things at the end of the game so hopefully Rick Carlisle will uh will clear those up cuz man that was <laughs> that was brutal last year and they <laughs> could they could win an extra like 10 games just on those alone
1: Man, I was I was really locked in at the end of the year just watching those game to game, seeing how close it is with they with will they lose, what's what's going on with the Tankathon and I was locked it was <laughs> yeah. must watch television for all the wrong reasons, but <laughs> I was still all in, man. Oh, yeah. Well, you have
0: to stay in. If it's your team, man, you got, you got to stick with it, through the good or the bad. <laughs> and it's been bad, and those of you that have stuck with it, you know who you are. You're the day ones. You're the raccoon <laughs> squad. You have stayed with us. You've stuck with us. And now it's, it's looking pretty good. Uh, coming up next, Bryce and I will tell you if the Mavericks could be a playoff team or if they will not next year. Coming up next. All right, Bryce, give it to me. As the Mavericks roster stands right now, we're assuming there's only going to be a couple more moves made. The Mavericks will have about, they could clear, depending on what happens with Yogi, they could clear about $4 million in cap space uh, to sign somebody else, which is not going to be a super big guy. I'm assuming it's going to just probably be Devin Harris, uh, but not going to be like a huge impactful guy. So the roster as it kind of stands now, can the Mavericks make a push for the playoffs next year?
1: As it stands right now, uh, they can make a push. I, I don't see them getting higher than the tenth seed, though. I, the only thing I would have wanted West to go for is, is so they could have made a push at some of these younger wings. Um, I mean, Mario Hisonia is still out there. Maybe they can teach him how to hit a jump shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I honestly think that he can be got. I don't know what the market is for him, but What's with the, all
0: the... the best Mario Hazonia story I saw tonight was the the Knicks SB Nation site posting that the Knicks have interest in Mario Hazonia. And I was like, man, that is so like Tyrone biggums <laughs> from from uh, Chappelle's show where it's like, y'all got some of them trade rumors <laughs> or some of them free agency rumors? Because, <laughs> man, that is just such a thirsty post right there. <laughs> oh, so much <laughs> That's thirst. all that's going on with the Knicks right now. <laughs> anyway yeah he's a guy that's probably gettable rodney hood i think might be able to be got with that price we're not not sure what's going to
1: go on with him oh gosh i really want i would love them to throw some money at rodney hood i honestly would i think he'd be a good fit another young piece one of the guys that i was really bummed that got bought up um somebody who i was really interested in is jeremy grant um but the thunder really liked him i guess i underestimated how much they liked him they threw some some pretty decent cash Adam I forgot how much it was but it was 3 or more years and they, yeah, it they really th- like 3 years
0: 27 million dollars which is that's Yeah
1: that's a good chunk of change Yeah that's some Dwight Powell money
0: that <laughs> that actually is exactly <laughs> Dwight Powell money uh it's a, it's a really interesting deal the Thunderman are so in the tax right now which they're going to get off, out from under some of these contracts next year with uh they'll be out from under uh, I think Patterson and Mello obviously, and they'll have this they'll have this Paul George contract still there but man they're gonna they're paying a lot more I think they're I think I saw Bobby Mark's tweet their luxury tax bills is hundred and thirty million dollars like that's just their luxury tax bill that's not like counting <sighs> salaries and stuff like that that's what they're paying on top of all this I mean that it's just insane and that's I mean if they
1: if they wanted Oof. to pay me an extra million dollars, I don't think they'd even notice at this point. Honestly, it would make a big difference in my life. So, <laughs> so Thunder ownership, what, if you're listening, what uh, does the luxury tax go to? I,
0: I, I'm never, I, maybe I've never known what the luxury tax in the NBA goes to. I feel like it would uh, go to a charity or something.
1: I'm just picturing that it goes right into Adam Silver's pocket, but he, it, but like only for like really, really fancy things, like I don't know, <laughs> bubble bass and caviar and like exclusive. Like staying at fancy hotels, I I don't know. This is just an image in in my mind. It's probably very wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they uh they they take it to um <laughs> they take it to Vegas and they just they just do what they want what they in <laughs> Vegas. That's what they do. Like, summer the summer league, league, let's go.
1: <laughs> summer league spending budget. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, Doug McDermott. Are you sad to see Doug McDermott go? Or are you surprised that he went at such a high number?
1: I'm. I am sad, shocked, um, bummed, several other adjectives. Um, I didn't think he'd go for that much. Like, I wasn't surprised that he left. But I was just surprised that he didn't, like, that so much of this was happening so fast. I couldn't keep track of it. I was I was working a Rangers game tonight, so I was, like, half keeping track of, like, all these, like, Street tweets blowing up my phone while I'm trying to, like post out all this other stuff for my other job. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't even tell like what all's happening. It's the best. It's
0: one of the best nights. I just love this night so much.
1: And I felt like everyone was saying, Oh, it's all gonna, it's all gonna hinge on where LeBron goes until LeBron decides where he's going. Nobody's going to make any moves. And then 1201 hits and just woge bombs dropping left and right. Casualties galore. No one's surviving.
0: None, no survivors. Uh, so I, I read in the, the great, CBA FAQ from Larry Kuhn, which is the collective bargaining agreement uh, write-up, which is basically a summary, which is the longest summary ever, but he said the uh, tax money, up to 50% of the tax money given to non-tax-paying teams, and 50% of it goes to quote-unquote league purposes. So that's your that's your Vegas trip, for Adam Silver, your league purposes, yep, yep. but the, the non-tax-paying teams get the rest of that, so congrats. Oh. To the non taxpaying teams for getting, you know, what is this it? This is some
1: high quality journalism here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> only the best unlocked on lockdown mavs. <laughs> the best, most consistent Mavs only podcast that exists.
1: <laughs> this is the only Mavericks Dallas Mavericks podcast. The only one.
0: <laughs> no, the only the only most consistent one. That's what I say.
1: <laughs> so alright, what
0: else happened tonight? DeAndre Jordan. Uh, we had a couple of couple other things. We Doug McDermott, Paul George making his huge his huge deal going back to the Thunder. Uh, kind of affects the Mavericks. Uh, Chris Paul obviously. Uh, Derek Rose sliding under the radar, getting a uh another deal with the Timberwolves. Tibbs (laughs) just can't give him up. Just can't. Oh
1: gosh, did you see those rumors? There was some rumors about um, I, I I might have just been uh old Bulls fans making making jokes, but I think there were some rumors some legitimate rumors about him trying to Tibbs trying to go get Luel Dang or joakim Noah if they get bought out.
0: <laughs> I did I, see I did see that. He said like, that they would have some interest. So which is <laughs> I don't know.
1: AKA he really wants it. Nobody else does. Can they stop him?
0: <laughs> it's like can we get the band back together? Like no, you guys are a bad garage band in high school and it's just, it's not going to work out for you anymore.
1: Hey, they won Derrick Rose an MVP. Here's
0: with- here's here's a thing that happened tonight that I don't understand so far. Uh, Rudy Gay coming back to the Spurs for 10 million dollars and Marco Bellinelli coming back for 2 years 12 million when he was like a guy that got bought out last year. <laughs> he was picked up by the He he did hit that game-winning shot in the confetti game uh for the Sixers. He was really big for them <laughs> and the Spurs just love guys like Bellinelli and they've already they've already had Bellinelli so maybe they just love this guy. But in total, yeah. I I said this earlier tonight. The, the Spurs are paying 44.3 million dollars for Marco Bellinelli, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills and Pau Gasol, like an aging Pau Gasol. <laughs> that is enough for Kawhi Leonard to one out, right? Like <laughs> I mean it's justified at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he he broke free. There, maybe maybe Pop actually is is just a, like the world's best low key hypnotist, and he hypnotizes everybody into the Spurs' way. And then once they go on their merry way, he snaps them out of it, and they forget all about it. But Kawhi Leonard broke free somehow. <laughs> he might. He's still is. on the team, man. I don't know if he's gonna get out. They. They wished him a happy birthday, so he's got to stay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know that the the Rockets did that this morning for a reason too. <laughs> <laughs> man,
1: oh, man, those two tweets plus wishing uh, the the Raptors congratulating Dwayne Casey on oh. his coach of the year or ugh. Oh, and then my the uh,
0: the magic with Shelvin Mack with the three point assists. <laughs> it's a great, t- just a great nine. Twitter week. Just man, shout out to Twitter. It's a great platform. All right, Bryce, last <laughs> thing I want to talk about before we, we go is the semi-viral tweet that <laughs> that I sent out tonight that I did not think would pick up this much. But the Mavericks, <laughs> in doing a one-year deal with DeAndre, keep their cap space almost completely clear for 2019. They could have up to like $60 million, even even more of that. They could have up to like $80 million in cap space because the only... The only players that are right now on the books, the only players of note <laughs> that the Mavericks can get rid of are HB and, and Dwight Powell on player options, which they'll probably pick up. But if you're in a situation where you can get two superstars, if that's if that's in play, then I think you can oh, talk boy. Barnes and Powell into taking some some lower deals or to being or to being declining their deals and then being signed with their bird rights over the cap. And the rookie deals for Dennis Smith Jr., which will be his fourth year, I think, and then Luka Doncic, which will be in his his or his, be his, going into his going into his third year, and Luca into his second
1: year. Oh, so this is for 2020. So this would be the summer of
0: 2019. So so after okay. this year, and then next summer.
1: Okay, okay, I'm looking at these names um, for who's going to be free agents. You're looking at immediately... you're looking at Kawhi.
0: You're looking at. Kyrie, you're looking at Durant again, LeBron, you're Clay at Thompson. Clay
1: Thompson. Yeah, Look, that's that's the main name that I'm looking at. I'm also looking at Tyson Chandler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's gettable. No. I heard he's gettable.
1: Ugh. Just just get him in here, sign him to a vet bid. I don't care if he plays. But at if all. they I do just... that,
0: if they get one of these guys, they could do that and have the Dirk, Tyson, JJ, Devin, like that lineup that everybody is just clamoring for. Who would be the fifth who'd be the fifth bench guy in that? in that situation. Didn't Kirk Bruntham? have a whole thing where he was like Tyson, Dirk, <laughs> Devin, JJ, and then like a, Oh my gosh. A fifth guy
1: just bring, bring, get... bring Sean Marion off, off yeah. like the pregame show. Just he's hanging out the around court. the Mavs facility. He's probably, st- he's still in shape. He could probably play he's some. A, he's around. He's the only Mavs pre postgame show guest that I have not yet met that I am very <laughs> disappointed. It's going to happen. Sean, we're going to meet. Sean is my low key my my low key goat. I I love Sean Marion beyond all logic and reason. He's and, amazing.
0: And pun intended. That's what's up, Bryce.
1: <laughs> hey, also uh, restricted free agent next summer, Carl Anthony Towns. So <laughs> yeah, he's he's
0: gonna get that extension.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is.
0: They're gonna give. They're man. Wiggins is on this huge deal. Apparently, that tonight was r- rumored or reported that they're gonna give Butler this massive deal. All these teams just settling into being just fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I thought there you you sent out this tweet about um, the the Boogie cousins to Dallas rumors being dead, and you being relieved about that. I would like to talk a little bit about that. Because, Go for it. Because I I have low key wanted that even with with the Achilles injury. Like I I've obviously been less less sold on it, but there's still a part of me that that wanted Boogie to Dallas because. As Kirk said once, the Mavs won their title in 2011. So now we're just playing with house money. So why not? Why not go nuts on it? Have have Boogie cousins? Who who cares if if they defend? Let's just score 150 points a night and maybe make some eight seeds.
0: But oh my gosh, I just saw the. I just saw the, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw the greatest tweet I've ever seen. What is this real? Tweet? Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, it's got a blue check. Chrissy Teigen just tweeted I'm at a small embroidery shop in downtown LA, and LeBron is here with a blank Lakers jersey trying to get a pick.
1: <laughs> what? what is going on right now? That on. Chrissy
0: Teigen is breaking news.
1: Where? Oh, gotta, man. Can you send me that tweet? I need to go look at this, this for myself. The greatest. I'm retweeting are we, it are we, right now. Are we breaking news right now? I'm
0: sorry to everyone on the podcast that all we're talking about is Twitter, but this is one of the greatest Twitter nights that ever exists. Usually, Isaac this and is, I don't do that very much.
1: Right? This is the night that Twitter exists for, and I... I'm oh employed God. in the <laughs> social media field, and I I think I literally my I have a second address on Twitter.com.
0: She said, "I'm at a small embroidery shop in downtown LA, and LeBron is here with a blank Lakers jersey question <laughs> mark, trying to get a pick."
1: Okay, she has followed up to it four minutes later. Okay, I got him leaving the basketball jersey embroidery shop. This is downtown LA, and then there's a pick, and she's written LeBron like with her finger. Yeah i
0: he's gonna be on under, interrupted soon
1: I can't see it uh well that's the greatest Chrissy, Chrissy we need your professional photographer with you at all times for <laughs> LeBron James photos <laughs> that's so great oh my uh, back goodness. to
0: the the boogie cousins thing I think they dodged a bullet with it I think that you sign him to a deal if you if you get him to a shorter deal then the first year is gonna be completely washed like we know what happened to west West came back really quick and he's like a s- smaller. Like lighter guy that you know could could overcome this you know Achilles injury quickly, and I just don't. It think was around gonna... the
1: same time, right? Because it was like it was February for both of them.
0: Yeah, it was. It was like in the spring, like early, like I don't know.
1: Yeah, because Boogies was like right before the All Star Game, and I I know the the what Wesley Matthews injury happened during a Mavs game when they were playing the Mavs up in Portland. Yeah, um,
0: so I, I think so they I think... they dodged a bullet on it. Uh, Honestly, and I'm just glad the rumors are over. I, d- I don't see that being a, a good thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. With with the injury, there's just there's so many like,
0: red flags with him. Like there's there's the injury, but then there's just I don't like even if he's completely healthy, I would I would kind of be wary of it because well, of you if, know. If
1: he was completely healthy, I would sell my left arm to have Boogie Cousins here. <laughs> I honestly would. Just like uh the stuff that I see from from Kings fans just the kind of person that he is what he does for the community um like that time where he just randomly paid for this high school kid who had passed away i can't remember what it was for is some either in like a school shooting or some tragedy He just paid for the entire funeral expenses didn't know the kid someone tweeted about him just dropped all that money and all these kind of things that he does caring for the community he might be like I don't know, a little bit petulant on on the court, and kinda, that's that's the part that you, I
0: care about as far as like with the Mavericks, with, like on the court. Yeah, with,
1: with I don't know how much Rick would take to that, but me personally, I would love. Just he's such a extreme talent, and I, I hope that he gets back to his form because I love watching his game. But if you could have had a hundred percent healthy Boogie Cousins with with this team, whew, look out, man! But. <laughs> that's it would that's be interesting
0: it would be interesting it's not gonna happen but it could happen next year we don't know at this point when we're recording which is it's about two forty a.m eastern time where i am uh you don't know what kind of deal he's gonna sign so it could happen again he signs you know a one-year deal and then he's on the market next year and all of a sudden the dallas boogie rumors are back on who knows you could get you could get your big fish there bryce hey Hey, we got we got the
1: Cavs face next year. What? Why not? We got it. Why not? You, you can get a Clay hey. and
0: Boogie. Clay and Boogie hey. to
1: Dallas. Oof!
0: Oh, don't you tease me with this. I'm gonna be dreaming
1: about this now. I know a bunch <laughs> of a
0: bunch of listeners just ruined their pants with that. All right, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening to Locked Up Mass. Thank you to Bryce for coming on the show so late. Uh, it's been a fun night. It's been a really great night. Isaac and I will be back. We'll probably do another podcast with him. Uh, later on sunday evening so guys thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps peace out boom